All right, coming to you live from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for tuning in this afternoon. This is the show. My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Kobe Daniels and Scott File alongside as well. We would also like to hear from you anytime that uh, you feel like you have a comment, complaint, want to jump in on the conversation. You can join us via the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, 918-262-5072. That's 918-262-5072. All right, at 345, we do this each and every single Tuesday where we take a segment and we debate what is fact or fiction here on the Blitz 1170. And it is time now to start this little soiree here on this Tuesday afternoon. And gentlemen, I will go first. I don't know if you guys saw this earlier today, but there is a new NIL deal that features Jackson Dart from Ole Miss. You see, Jackson has made NIL history, becoming the first athlete to sign with a private jet company. Yes, that's right. Through the deal, Nicholas Air, he can use the company's fleet of jets for travel, training, and always have trouble with this word, but philanthropic missions. So, fact or fiction, Jackson Dart has the coolest NIL deal that we've ever seen in the history of college sports, what, three or four years into this? Fact or fiction? A fact. And to be quite honest, I don't know that off the top of my head I could even think of an NIL deal that would be cooler than having access to a private jet. So this might be the GOAT for a long, long time. Scott? I say fact. This puts barbecue to shame. I mean, will you get free barbecue or a free fleet of private jets? It's not, not even not even close. Not the quarterbacks have a problem anyway, you know, with the uh, female that might be uh, moving about freely on campus, you know, because they always need help with everything, right? Like, quarterbacks are never good at anything. Like, quarterbacks, quite frankly, are just annoying sometimes because they're typically good at everything they do. You know, they'll grab a golf club and they'll drive it 300-plus yards and, you know, they'll be good at basketball. They, they never need any help with, I don't know, confidence and going up and talking to anyone. Now you add this to the mix where how cool is it just to say, hey, I'm in college, but I also have access to my own private jet, and you're not even a billionaire? Yeah, I'm with you guys. This by far beats Joe Milton's Milton meal at area McDonald's that he had, which was 7 bucks, which was a Big Mac, a medium fry, and a large sweet tea with sweet and sour sauce. It beats that. It beats anything that Caleb was doing with – with beats it beats arch manning's own trading card deal that he had with panini it beats anyone that was advertising the rocks energy drink um it might be one of the the coolest damn things that we've seen now i do have to say though i do have questions because i had passed this information along and i hope that he is very well aware and i hope that he has people that are helping him take care of this because it's probably going to owe, like, the flight may be free, but there's probably going to be, like, a couple of thousand dollars in payroll tax burden that he's going to owe the feds per hour for flight time. So, you know, that, that stuff is not cheap. I just hope that he's prepared for the fallout if he decides to take them up 
on private jet offer, which I'm sure that he will. And I, I hope fiction. the company has at least prepared him for that. Factor Fiction, Jackson Dart will use a private jet for philanthropic activities. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say right now. That's why I put I put that in quotation marks when I saw that this morning. Because <laughs> there's not a chance in hell that he is using that for that at all. Is he taking a private and, jet to go circumcise babies in Peru? And I exactly. I, is he is he going now flying down for like a, a missionary trip? Is he gonna go help dig wells somewhere in some other country? You know, it just so happens that I don't know, he's seeing a concert that might be adjacent to the sit area. That that is hilarious. I, and I love, by the way, that they had to throw that in just to make sure that all of this was on the uh, on the up and up, right? <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, don't worry, we've got we've got his entire summer laid out of areas that he's going to go and help. He's going to pick up trash on the side of the turnpike. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. All right, I'm glad that we're all in agreement because I can't think of a better NIL deal. And now also, you know what this does? This encourages other schools to say, well, we can't let Ole Miss one up us on this. Everyone that has, like, an active version of a collective or NIL deal, oh, you know they're already on top of this trying to think of something even better than what access to a private jet is. Didn't Bijan get a Lambo? He did, which is pretty damn yeah, cool. Yeah, he did. That, yeah, I was going to say, I think until I saw this news, Bijan's Lambo had to be at the top. All right, so if you had to choose, which one would it be? Lambo Give me the jet. or private jet? Give me the jet. Yeah, as long as we've got it worked out, like I said, where this isn't going to cost me anything out of my pocket. Like, we take care of the taxes and everything well, that's else, that's what too. I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah. Wink, right. wink. Like, you're, wink, you're covering wink, huh? all this, yeah. <laughs> this is all taken care of, right? Because, you know, I've I've, I've, I've got to go help poor children somewhere. So if you could help me pick up these taxes. He's taking those philanthropic trips to Las Vegas. He's going to hand out meals in Vegas or something. There you go. <laughs> All right, who's next? I'll go. We have a big week of college basketball ahead. For Oklahoma, it's about as tough as it gets. They've got Iowa State tomorrow, the number eight Cyclones, on Wednesday night before or at, at Iowa State the number eight Cyclones on Wednesday night before coming back home and hosting the number one Houston Cougars on Saturday. So fact or fiction, Oklahoma pulls off one of the two upsets this week. Uh, that'd be fiction for me. I've, I've watched Iowa State and Houston the last couple of games, and if there's a team that could almost in a way mimic what Houston does just with physicality, um, how active they are on the boards it would be iowa state and they're not quite up to the level of what houston is but that is a incredibly physical team that is a tough place to go play it is the last game in the conference for oklahoma of one of the og members of the big eight that they uh, finish out their schedule with but i'll say i'll say fiction on that i just don't think that they're even remotely close to the quality of what iowa state or houston is right now I'm going to say fiction as well. I think it, maybe if you had Iowa State here, you may have a shot at knocking them off. But with you having to travel to Ames, um, Hilton Magic's going to be as he, as Pop mentioned. It's the last you know Big Eight matchup. 
Um, Hilton's going to be rocking. I say fiction. I, I don't think they're going to knock either one of them off. Yeah, I, they got Iowa State to open Big 12 Conference play, so I think Iowa State's going to want to avenge that loss. And at Hilton, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And then, I mean, you got the number one team in the country on Saturday, and I guarantee you Kelvin is not going to let them just – waltz into that matchup right uh, you know especially with his ties to oklahoma i i don't think that's a, an upset alert type of game so fiction for me three for three all right scott all right one i'm going golf anthony kim yes. going to make his live debut this week factor fiction kim will win a tournament not necessarily this weekend but any tournament this year uh, i'll fiction. go fiction yeah I think trying to put that much on him with him coming back to play competitive golf for the first time in how many years is it? Like a decade since we've seen Anthony Kim. And I know that he's been playing behind the scenes without a, you know, trying to blow whatever settlement that he had from his insurance policy <laughs> where at one point in time I think that the rumor was, and it, it might this rumor might as well be, for all I know, hey, do you know uh, – Paul from the Wonder Years turned into Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But the rumor was is that he was, wasn't was allowed to even play like municipal golf through the insurance policy, So, which is which is crazy uh, that that would be the case. But um, I'm going to say no, he doesn't. I, I do think, though, that they're going to get a nice bump out of the story with Anthony Kim. And if he does play well, not win, but play well, I, th I think Liv might actually see some of their biggest numbers that they've ever seen in terms of viewership coming up this weekend because the eyes of the golf world yeah. especially are on Anthony Kim this weekend. I mean, just playing well. And, and even if he were to play well on the first day of a tournament, can you imagine the eyeballs that will get? And, you know, he hasn't played in such a long period of time, much less the added pressure of, of playing a good first round or a good second round and being in contention uh, I yeah I think in year one that's a a giant ask so fiction for me yeah I'm gonna say fiction as well he's been off the professional circuit for decade plus that's a long time to be away and when you're not playing true competitive golf I mean it's gonna take you a while to get back into that and now you're 38 years old too you're not 24 anymore uh, I say fiction all right, I've got another. I'm going to stick with golf. Uh, we are approaching master season, and today, as no laying up, called it a uh, a take quake that came from one of our very own. And um, this is Taylor Gooch who said this because Taylor was disappointed that he did not get a master's invite, and it has prompted people like Lee Westwood and Greg Norman to take the live approach and say, I'd say live approach, but to basically stand up for one of their own and say, yeah, we think this is wrong because the Masters continues to go off of the official world golf ranking, and it doesn't want to give these guys the proper respect simply because they're on the live tour, and Taylor Gooch missed out on the invite. But Taylor today, in his anger, said, you know, quote, if Rory McIlroy goes out and completes his career Grand Slam without some of the best players in the world, there's going to be an asterisk. 
It's just the reality. I think everyone wins when the majors figure out a way to get the best players in the world. Now, I agree with that last part, but I'm here to tell you, I love Taylor. I think Taylor had an incredible year last year. I mean, any year in which you can win like $36 million on the Live Tour, I mean, hell, he's doing so well, he bought into a bull riding team, for crying out loud, that's going to go on the PBR Tour series. That's how well that his year was last year, but... They are not, and I repeat, they are not going to put an asterisk next to Rory McIlroy if he wins. So are you in agreement with Taylor? Fact or fiction that there would be an asterisk next to Rory McIlroy because Taylor Gooch is not in the Masters field? If it's Rory, fact. If it's anyone else, fiction. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's dependent on who wins, but... Uh, <laughs> What are there? I think there are 12 live golfers in the field. There are, and if you were to go off of those rankings, you know, Gucci's argument doesn't really hold a whole lot of water because there are two other players on the tour that have a higher ranking than what he would have if, if you plugged in the old numbers on it, and they didn't get an invite. So, I like, he had a hot year, and I think he was ex- just expecting to get – uh, and, and invite to play the Masters, and now and I wish he would have. He's just yeah. lash. I I do too, and he's right. The Masters are always great when we have all the best players in the world uh, there for excuse me for the majors. But yeah, I don't think that the rest of the golf community is going yeah. to feel that way um, since he's not there. Unless you were taking John Rahm and Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, out of the field. Uh, yeah, I, I I have a hard time thinking that anyone would even, in their minds, think there was an asterisk next to the winner of this tournament. Yeah. But if it's Rory, you know what? I'm all for it. <laughs> I love how you've turned on Rory. <laughs> it hasn't even taken a calendar year, and you've already you've already flipped. He and Jay Monahan are your anger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, those two. Uh, Scott. Fact or fiction on that one? Uh, fact. No one's gonna. No one cares. They're not gonna. There's no asterisk. Yeah, there's there's not at all. Like I said, I'm rooting for my Get man. But I, I, I don't yeah. think that that's going to be the case at all. All right. Anyone else have another one? Fact or fiction? The rumor mill in college football has heated up once again. We will have major conference realignment news before the beginning of the 2024 football season. Oh, well, we've already had it. UMass leaving the A-10 to go to uh, the MAC. So, and, and, yeah, the, and, your... and MAC kicking around the tires of Western Kentucky. So, <laughs> Does that qualify, dude? No, major. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> what? How dare you, sir? How, how dare you? I know the Slight hundreds the... and hundreds of UMass fans – would would not appreciate me not including them in major college football, but yeah. Listen, Marcus Camby is celebrating somewhere. Okay, that's right. He and Lou Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> and you Edgar beat me Padilla. Too. You beat me too. Who I was trying to think of immediately that were UMass alums. Carmelo Trevieso. Hey, Doctor J. That one counts, right? Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. No, I'm I, I'm I'm talking SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, ACC. Man, 
Is this um, in reference to the Texas A&M rumor that was thrown out there today? What? I, yeah, I guess I'm not aware of an oh, A&M rumor. Oh, you haven't rumor. seen the do, A&M rumor? No, well, d- that, that's, do tell. That's one of them, but yeah. I, I think that one was uh, to – was that Josh Pate, Scott? Oh, uh, God. No, that's not who I saw it associated with. Okay. Well, I, he he might not have been who I saw, but that's one where there's there's – some whispers that the Big Ten potentially poaches A&M from the SEC. Seriously? Come on. Even though, <laughs> now that you say that out loud. That would be the most there, A&M thing ever. There's a part of me that would feel like that A&M, who is already unhappy that they have admitted the brand in that state, into kind of what was their their little slice of heaven, their asylum away from the Longhorns. <laughs> That's he would uh, they would go to the Big Ten. I all right. Scott just told me who he saw it from. Considering the yes. source, hell no, no. Yes. That's not that. That's completely fiction on the AM side. Um, and I'll say before the twenty twenty four season to your initial one, Colby. No, I think that whatever happens FSU related. It's going to take them a full year to get this done. I, I would be looking more towards 25, 26, mainly 26 with the start of a new contract Yeah, with college football before we have some major moves happening with the next round of realignment. Yeah, I say, I say 26, too. I think they're going to try and just kind of play out the first two years of this new expanded playoff and then see how that goes. And, yeah, I think 26. All right, so fiction for both of you. No new realignment news before the start of the the next college football season. So that means you're on the uh, you're on the fact side. You think it's going to happen? Oh man, I'll go fiction. I I don't know that I'm like in on the A and M thing necessarily, but I do fully believe that at some point the SEC and the Big Ten are going to say to hell with you all and we're doing our own thing and when they do that they're going to bring more than i think their current members with them okay but i yeah i don't know if that if that timeline happens before the start of this next season all right that is uh that's fair enough fair enough for me by the way i was just looking notable umass alums richard gear okay his gerbil went to St. John's. Bill Pullman, President of the United States. Jeff Corwin, the dude that would do all the animal stuff. And let's see here. Do the animal stuff? <laughs> I should probably phrase that differently. <laughs> Jeff Corwin had TV shows where he was kind of like the next version of Jack Hanna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That one's on me. That one's completely on me. All right, and that's all I got. I, this says Serena Williams as well. Serena Williams went to UMass? Is that true? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. 
I didn't know she went to college. Yeah, because they turned pro at like what fourteen. So this yeah, has I to they be. They were really young when they turned pro. So does this have to be afterwards? Did she get a career or get a degree from UMass after she was done playing or while she was playing? Oh, that that would make sense. Yeah, that might. I don't. I don't see any of this actually listed there, but yeah, she was at least on a famous alumni list of UMass. But you know, Google can be wrong from time to time for sure. All right, that is uh, fact or fiction here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Pay no attention to does the animal stuff that I just mentioned about three or four minutes ago. We'll take a time out. Live from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios here on the Blitz 1170 with John Holcomb coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got a snack heading into John Holcomb as well here on the Blitz with Colby Daniels taking the reins next.